0: In this episode, we talk about addiction and suicide. If you are struggling with addiction, please reach out to your GP or online at talktofrank.com. If you are struggling with suicidal thoughts, please visit samaritans.co.uk. The links are in the description. Eve. Hello, my saucy little sexy people um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of banging with me chloe Beach, your host and i mean i'm literally like gagging to talk about sex and dating with this guest that i have today um they are absolutely stunning they're fab and i can't wait to show you um obviously you guys know that this dating podcast we talk about like sex dating and we also give advice to the listeners and you can also dm any of your dating dilemmas any of your toxic situations and any embarrassing moments that you want advice on to our instagram and tiktok which is chloe no Banging with Chloe V Pod on TikToks and Instagram. Um, our Instagram is back up and running, so follow and share and comment and like, please. Okay, so I am going to introduce the guest right now. And your apps, you're going to die. No, I'm sorry, you're literally going to die because I've been a fan of this person for quite a while now. And I needed to get them on because I've just got so many fucking questions that I want (laughs) to ask. I'm obsessed. (laughs) It's Charlie Lee, everyone. (laughs) It's me, bitch. (laughs) So Charlie is a TikTok star, singer. And a fashion icon. Thank you. If you are listening and watching on our YouTube channel, Banging with Chloe Veach, you will see that you, you're dripped today. I was, like I, said, you're I, was, dripped. I
1: was wearing this yesterday, I told you this. This is yesterday's clothes, but thank yeah, you. But <laughs> I,
0: I've not changed my knickers in three days. <laughs> I win. You ah! win. <laughs> I win. <laughs> How are you?
1: I'm good. I am really like so to be much here. For it's so good on. to meet you finally. Fucking finally. I know, finally.
0: I know. You're actually, you live in the same hometown as me. I do.
1: Clacton mm. on Sea.
0: Clacton on Sea. Chav Central. Big up, big up.
1: Chav Central. <laughs> you don't know what it is. <laughs> you don't know, you don't
0: know. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um you are a, you are a man of many talents. I am. You've literally you, you can sing.
1: That's like, that's the main thing. Yeah, singing you is like where I'm trying to go, yeah.
0: I've heard, if anyone hasn't heard Charlie sing, um, please go, go on onto my social, TikTok. Go on my TikTok. <laughs> um, which is? I am Charlie Lee. Mm-hmm. I
1: am Charlie Lee, simple.
0: I am Charlie Lee. Um, I listened to one of your videos earlier. And which one was it? I nearly cried. It was the Ocean Eyes. Wait. Ocean Eyes, Billie Eilish. And you were lent on a ledge. And you looked drippy as well, and I was just like, wow.
1: I can't remember which one. Oh, I know the one you're on about. I did no, it in my I'm living so, room. No, I nearly cried. Oh, thank you. I thought he sings. Yeah.
0: But I've seen a few of your, vid- few of your videos before, and I just yeah, go it's check like, it out. It's just
1: trash, 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 talking shit, and then it's like one single video. It's like <laughs> Adele. Yeah.
0: It's like Adele. Adele is very oh. like, you're right guys one face, right, yeah. and then she's like, love, La. <laughs> and you're like, wow, where does this? Are come they the same from? person?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I feel like you kind of got that yin and yang with
1: yeah, yourself.
0: I do, Like, yeah.
1: split personality almost. I, I really do. Like, my music is like really like, I don't know, like the real vulnerable me. And mm-hmm. like people hear it and they're like, oh my God, ha ha ha, so funny. Wait, oh no, he's being serious. Like, he's yeah. actually singing. Yeah, no, literally. And then like, you, the other half of me is just like crazy talking shit in your face. Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: like, the, the ho the TikToks yeah. and yeah. what is it? Your. Schlag.
1: Yes, yeah, Schlag. <laughs> Don't, it follows me everywhere I go. Literally, everywhere I go, it follows me. I'm like, people are like, oh my god, ma'am, it's the Willy boy. It's the it, Willy and boy. And they're like four years old. I'm like, oh my god, you shouldn't say that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Where is I, your mother? Yeah. <laughs> Where's
0: your mother? Yeah, oh
1: literally, literally follows me everywhere.
0: Where did that come from?
1: The Will A. That went viral. It was an accident. So I kept getting banned on my last account. I have two accounts. You, that's what you saw my other singing video on. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I had another account, and like, it was just like, my new one's not any more PG, but that the last one was just like really vulgar. Like, and I was saying Willie, dick, this, balls, tits, everything. Love it. Like, I literally didn't give a fuck. Bit of me. And I kept getting banned, and I kept getting banned, kept getting banned. And then they took me off TikTok, like, altogether, that page. I got it back. And then I thought, I need to say something else that's like, you know, Willy, but like it different, like, like just different. So like, there's a play on it, so I accent. can't get banned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I said willy by accident. And like, so, And I, like so many people picked up on it, and they're now, it's, it's willy. It's fucking viral, babe. I know, I know, it's mad. Like
0: even my. my people mum want more says of it. it. <laughs> people want it now. Like
1: it does like, not got old. People still want it now. They're like, where's your willy video? So your like, win- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm a singer now. Please. I'm rebranding. <laughs> I think, no, no, honestly. Like,
0: but <laughs> I still love it. Like, honestly, I remember it walking, won't change. It I, won't walked, change. I walked down the stairs and my dad recently got obsessed with TikTok. Oh, and no. <laughs> I, I just remember coming downstairs. True story. Not just because you're here, but true story. I remember coming downstairs. It was like three in the morning. You know, like them late nights when you're just scrolling on mm. TikTok and then that video comes up like, you should sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you like, oh, Um, This is your
1: sign to go to sleep. You're
0: addicted. So my dad was laying on the sofa and he was just scrolling, volume up, full blast, and it was all I heard was (laughs) Willie. Can I suck your (laughs) Willie? Big Willie. And I thought, Dad, no way. And then I was like, he's from Clacton, you know. And he was
1: like, what? No way. I love him. Really? Yeah. Oh my God, we win the straight men too. (laughs) Baby. <laughs> they don't hate us. <laughs> so Charlie,
0: one thing we love doing on this podcast is, it's a segment called banging or bust. Mm-hmm. So we speak about one thing that was banging from your week and one thing that was bust from your week. Mm. And I'll go first with my bust. Mm-hmm. And then whatever one you can think of, go first with the banging or the bust. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So banging or bust. I'm going to go with my bust. So I basically live at Nicole's, which is my best friend. She I love was, Nicole. Yeah, she's love just her. my Irish baby. I've met her as well. Have you? Yeah, oh, it was I back with kegs. Oh, I love her. Yeah. So I basically live at hers, even though I've got a flat in Essex. And I haven't had my car cleaned <laughs> in what I thought was a couple of days. But I'm like dyslexic with time and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I got in my car and I tried to eat healthy by having a fruit pot. I put the fruit pot in the side of my car door. <laughs> Obviously it's been really fucking hot recently. <laughs> and I haven't driven my car for a few days
1: or like flies. weeks even. Don't tell me those fruit flies. <laughs> I got in
0: my car, no, please don't judge me. I got in my car, opened the door and I just got swarmed. I thought I've been, <laughs> no, I was like-
1: I've been attacked. I've been attacked, I'm
0: being attacked. It was like, they just started flying at me. And I was like, I am a dirty horse. <laughs> yeah,
1: same. I people, like, people see social media and things like that and they're like like they see numbers and they see how you are online, they think like, oh my god, prestigious. Like, no, we are fucking tramps. I, sure. like, I know about maybe I'm just talking about myself, but like, I don't have my shit together. I'm like, trying, <laughs> I'm getting so, there. I'm so
0: unmanageable. <laughs>
1: yeah, same. Oh
0: my god. But what's your banging or bust?
1: My bang would be that I was having the best night of my life with my boyfriend last night. We're having banging sex. Oh. Bangin sex. Bangin'
0: sex. plugging it.
1: And the bust was that he didn't bust. He literally... Fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> I was riding as well. I was doing the work. I was doing it all for him, which is rare for me. <laughs> like, oh usually God. I just lay there and I let him do it. And I'm like, yeah, you, you, you do what you do best. Oh my God. And I thought, let me be nice to him. And I was like, is this not working? Am I shit at what I do? Ah. My whole brand is on like sex. Am I actually just shit at it? And oh my God, he <laughs> literally fell asleep? Yeah, he was like, no babes, I'm tired. He's I'm a construction re- worker. So he's like, I'm really tired. And all, th- all these excuses, I was like- Then
0: why am I sat on your dick? My pussy's out. <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> Wake up. Wake oh <laughs> up.
0: I'm literally trying. <laughs> no, but like it,
1: it wasn't like he fell asleep. Like I woke up and was like, "Oh, babe!" Like it, it, it happened a couple of times. I was like, "Okay, no, I'm not feeling this." Oh no! <laughs> I laid down like on the cold floor. Like Ooh. I mean, <laughs> you're
0: not the only one because that's actually happened to me before. I think I've spoken about it previously, but I was in Spain, yeah, with the guy that I was talking to, and yeah, I kind of like to start going down on him, and it was just after we'd like babes at the pool, and I thought, right, perfect opportunity to get some brownie points. Mm. He was laying there, I started doing the deed, and then he started snoring. It wasn't just a, oh, he's asleep because he's not moving. It was like, he was solid, Dead ass went, he was solid and went.
1: Oh, it's insulting, isn't it? Like, it I, feel, like, I feel insulted, yeah, I feel personally no, I feel
0: attacked. Yeah, I wonder if that's happened to anyone else.
1: Of course it does, that's what I'm telling myself. I like, it's happened to me. This is normal.
0: Surely it's happened to I'm someone like, else.
1: I expect, like, when you're 30 or 40 years old, you know, when you've got kids and shit menopause like that. Menopause. Yeah. Oh, I'm not in the mood or I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I'm 21.
0: My <laughs> like... mum and dad don't sleep in the same bed anymore. Do they not? Because my dad snores. She's like, I'm not fucking dealing with your <laughs> bullshit anymore. I've lived with you for however many years and oh. now I'm on my menopause and you can fuck get fucked. <laughs> And he's always like, come on, Kyle, because like, my dad, he's very, like, open. I think that's why I'm so dirty. Yeah. Because, like, I've grown up with my mum and dad who are very, like, openly sexual. So my dad will just, like, bend my mum op- over and pretend to, like, fuck her over the, the kitchen Period. bench. Period. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but then when I have a guy come over, I'm like, dad, watch. <laughs> and then I, like, bend them over. And my dad's like, I love that, such a adol- so dork. Nice. Like,
1: that's not That must be so nice. It must yeah. be so nice.
0: Yeah.
1: What's your... Bang. You said bass. My bang.
0: bang. To be honest with you, I mean, I haven't been laid. Obviously, I split with the person I was talking to. So I'm just very like, Mm. I'm in that hole of I don't know where I'm at. I'm kind of trying to find a balance of like, should I start dating? Should I not? Is it too soon? Is it not too soon? I don't want to hurt his Mm. feelings. But then... I mean, I need to get me some, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I so I've gone from like nine inches of pure, massive dick to nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to razors exactly. For myself. Uh,
0: DM. DM the podcast.
1: She's free. She's open, guys. <laughs> I'm free.
0: <laughs> Business so, I've got a few questions I want to ask you. Let's go. Um, So obviously you're really open on TikTok to talking about like... Sex and but then I want to ask you: Is that what you're normally like?
1: Yeah, or is and it no. kind of like a brand. Yeah, and no, like it, the whole idea of like the whole sexual thing, like sexualizing, all started from I being a gay man. Mm-hmm. Like talking about sex is like such a to-be thing, especially on social media and stuff like really? that. Or in, yeah, it is. Like if it, like it, it's you know very frowned upon, and obviously there's so, still so much hate out there. And mm-hmm. like, I see guys all the time, like straight men, mm-hmm. not all, like not generalizing, yeah, not all, yeah. but it, it's the known thing that men, straight men can be like, oh yeah, lady, sex, sex, sex. And I just kind and I, I'm not actually that sexual. I've had three mm-hmm. sexual partners in my life. Yeah, I've had three sexual partners in my life, including my boyfriend wow. now. Yeah, which is, which is the thing, but it, it wow. was more about like, I do love sex, I yeah. love it and I'm so free with it. But at the same time, it was more like a a point to prove Mm -hmm. that like, yes, I'm a gay man and I will fucking talk about sex. So you want to talk about prostitutes and how you back this bitch.
0: And Red Light
1: District. Yeah,
0: Red Light District. Making women feel like shit. Cheating on there,
1: cheating on this girl. Yeah, all of that shit. And I just thought, obviously I don't go to that extreme, but like. It was more of like a political wow. thing to so just be like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. And fuck. I love when you comment your little like homophobic things and you think you will get me upset, you are feeding into exactly why I do it. So thank you. I fucking no, love No, but that. it's for real. I it's love for real. That. Like, it's like Hate you should be able to motivated. express yourself regardless. Definitely.
0: And I love that about you because like you own who you are.
1: No, uh, you own who you are. <laughs> some no. days I know who I am. Some days I don't. No, same. <laughs> but I feel
0: like that's that's life of everyone. Like, of and I, that's another question I was gonna ask. Like, we've obviously been so open and so like sexual with some of your content, and then obviously trying to switch from that to actually, I'm a singer as well. It's like, you know when you go on a date with someone and they're like, oh yeah, like they grab your ass and they put their arm around you Mm. and they try and kiss you within the first five minutes. But Mm. it's like, hang on a second, do you even know my second Mm -hmm. name? No, literally. Do you, like, I want to talk about my traumas.
1: I've opened that up for myself, like going out, especially when I started, like, I was blowing off in like, um, blowing off, why is this so (laughs) sexual? I was blowing off, no, I was popping off during lockdown and then (laughs) I was like. Sorry, I just sucked (laughs) off the mic, I got so excited. I really have to play that, I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I'm knocking the mic. But um, yeah, I was popping off during lockdown and then like obviously I I wasn't really going out. So it wasn't like, I didn't really get the, the brunt of like, you know, the chaos that comes with it. That mm-hmm. I obviously love. Yeah. But yeah, and then I was going out, then I started going out to nightclubs and like, you know, gay clubs heaven. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, like I'd go out and I'd get groped and shit, and I'm like, oh, it's the willy guy. And I'm like, wait, does, does this I'm like, does that, yeah, <laughs> like I love sex, but when it's like consensual, like mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you can just touch me, but like yeah. it, it did open up that window, but I feel like I've kind of expressed enough now online. Mm-hmm. They're like, don't fucking touch me. Yeah, like, no, if definitely. I like, let's feel the vibes together. It's yeah. not a one-person thing. Do you know what I mean? Fuck,
0: that's like, that must be hard,
1: though. Yeah, it, no, it like, is. It isn't. Do, how
0: do you deal with a situation like that? For anyone out there that I can't, like, might have the same following as you, or like, speak about sex as openly as you on social media, like, if they're going through the same, like, what advice would you give to them to handle that situation? Like, if you're out and that happens,
1: I would say just like at the end, if the moment you doubt something, like the moment that's one thing I realized that I did, like. I would the moment I was out, or like, for example, something would happen, like like I'd get into an altercation with someone, the moment you start getting in your head and you th- like you, you acknowledge think? it's a problem or you doubt that that moment and like think, actually, hold on, I would constantly do the opposite and be like, oh yeah, but you do this and maybe you did this. But actually, no, like if you did nothing that would give those signals and that happens, don't like that doubt phase that you experience, mm-hmm. don't underplay it. Yeah. That's my advice. And like it is as serious as it is serious to you. Like, mm. if you are someone who can happily go out and you don't mind people slapping your ass, or whatever, and like being, you know, and that's how you are, mm-hmm. then by all means, bitch, go live your fucking fantasy. But like, yeah, just, you know you, and like, don't mm-hmm. tell yourself, don't try and talk yourself out it. Yeah, otherwise. definitely, I think that say. it's
0: really healthy to have those boundaries. Mm. To be like, yeah, I love talking about sex.
1: Also know your worth, like be able to tell people, like, y- you also hold so much power, like, in like how you deal with that situation, and mm-hmm. you could help so many people after. Like, if like the amount of times people have groped me, and I've got mad, and I've like gone to you know, and like I will doubt it a little bit. Whereas now, if someone mm-hmm. if that happens, I'll be confrontational, like confrontational, and like you know, sometimes and sometimes like I'm a bit too much, especially when I'm drunk and that's <laughs> mixed in it. <laughs> but like yeah, like also when you confront that person, you need to realise that you're not also just helping yourself in that situation mm-hmm. and stand up for yourself. You are also potentially helping someone else.
0: Other people, because some
1: like a lot of people especially myself, like used to anyway, I'd just allow these things to happen. Mm -hmm. And like, and just, I'd be like, oh, like get away from it. Like go to safety Mm -hmm. or like run away. And like, that was my method. And that's Mm -hmm. not to say fight them, Mm -hmm. but like stand up for yourself a bit as well. Yeah,
0: definitely. I've kind of noticed that myself in like my behaviors recently because like sometimes it's, if I don't find that that's acceptable, as a woman, I'm like, yeah, but do I have a voice? Like, am I be, am I the one that's in the wrong? Like, have I instigated this? Mm. Like, have I done something to make him think otherwise? And the answer is always no. no. The answer no, is fucking always haven't. fucking no. If I'm in a club and you're asking me to come home with you and I'm saying no, do not ask me why.
1: No. It's, it's none of your business. The answer of is no. I don't it's need literally to explain myself.
0: Like, literally. And I fucking love you for that because... It, knowing your self worth and knowing that hang on a second
1: especially girls especially yeah. girls like especially girls out there mm. because like especially club culture one thing i notice i'm a slag for it myself like i'm a slag mm-hmm. for a free drink i will chat you up and get that drink out of you but then i also need to you also need to remember what just what, because you
0: buy me a drink doesn't mean i'm going to suck you off
1: yeah but also but also understanding that when I know that I'm doing that, I know that there's a potential that could happen. So like, it's all you do have a part to play in it too, as Mm -hmm. in like, understand what you're getting yourself into. But like, it don't matter if you fucking, you know, give all the vibes. The moment you say no, No. like, especially to young girls out there, because like, like, I I, you hear about it so many times. I've got like, little cousins and shit, and they talk about things that have happened, like Mm. boys and behaviors. And I just think like, that's so normalized, but it's not. Like, if it feels wrong, it's fucking wrong. And like, stand by it. Definitely.
0: Obviously, you talk about kinky stuff on your Instagram. Are you kinky with your boyfriend?
1: Oh, yes. I'm kinkier than him. Really? I'm so much kinkier than him. Is that
0: a good thing or a bad thing?
1: It's good and it's bad because sometimes, like, I I want to do certain things. I'm like, ooh, child, a bit too far. Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Like, and we'll be outside and stuff. Or like, we'll, like... I don't know what was it. It was even today when he was dropping me off. We were on the train station, and he was he was like, "Oh yeah, suck my dick as a joke." I was like, "Go on, get out." And I was like, re- "I was fully ready." Like, I, 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 I get it. in those moments, yeah. and then he was like, "Wait, wait, hold up." Like. Wait, Isn't no, it? I was joking, I was joking, joke, yeah.
0: I was joking. Wait, have you seen that video? Let me tell you something, let me tell you something. Wait, <laughs> let me
1: tell you something. Literally, uh, so he's like, sometimes it's a good thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be canceled. Could you imagine a video coming out? Oh my God. Me fucking train <laughs> living up to the brand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love car it's my yeah. favorite.
1: Oh, I love car So do
0: you feel like you're bringing that kinky side out in him? Like yeah. when you first met him, was he, cause I've seen some of the videos on TikTok and he does, he's very good looking I mean, by the way. like, oh. I mean, when you he dyed his hair blonde, clothes. I was like, he's "Fuck, <laughs> he's sexy."
1: It was a mistake, by the way. What? The blonde. I basically I was trying to bleach it and get a blonde, and then it, and then he had to shave it all off. Like it was a whole palaver. It went blue. I fucked his hair up. Oh. He hated me for a day, and he wouldn't admit it. I got no sex that <laughs> day. Did, well did
0: you have sex the following? Yeah, so he's cool. you there? Yeah, he
1: felt good. But after he got the compliments, and I was like, no, you looks good. I was big and happy. I was like, yeah, of course you'd say that. <laughs> and then, yeah, he, everyone was like, yeah, no, it looks good. And mm-hmm. then, <laughs> bitch, I got beat up. <laughs> oh my
0: God. So, like, do you feel like you have to have, because one thing we love talking about on here as well is like, if you like something in the bedroom,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how do you express that to your partner? Like finding I, out that your partner isn't as kinky as you, how would you sit down and have a conversation? Like, do you mind if I like put my finger in your ass? No, I, or do
1: you mind I if want I... to. I want like, to. I know I, I'm so submissive and I seem like the complete opposite. I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like just just for the fun of it. No, just for the fun of it. Like, mm-hmm. and he's like so like no 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 like nothing like that, no I'm not lying just like that. So but he doesn't he, like ass play. No, at all. Really? Yeah, he doesn't. Okay. like, he's like Literally my dream in a way, like like, and it sounds so bad, but like my type used to be like straight, like masc guys. Mm-hmm. Still kind of it. It's almost like a fantasy. Yeah. Of thing. <laughs> yeah. like, Let I'm me honest. turn you gay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, don't. I need to start because everyone's like, Oh my god, you're trying to change us and turn us. Yes, I am. Yeah. no. <laughs> period. No, but um, it, I feel like you do like it, you have conversations. It's just natural. I feel like if you can't have those conversations, then why the fuck are you in that relationship? Exactly. Like you should be able to talk about weird shit, kinky shit. Sometimes we have conversations that like we will finish and I'm like, we've ended like in such a weird rabbit hole. But like, mm-hmm. and like not just sex, everything. Mm-hmm. It's like just everything in life. And I feel like, especially when it comes to sex, like what you like is important mm-hmm. in the bedroom and make Definitely. it be known. And like, you do have to meet in the middle. Like yeah. there's not to say like, let me finger you. Yeah, it's compromising.
0: Okay, well if you won't let me finger you, then what mm. more will you let me do? Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I have an experience with I can touch the
1: gooch. Yeah. <laughs> just touch above it. But can I lick it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I <lick> it. <laughs> you sound like me. I just love it.
0: Oh my god, I talk about arse <laughs> on so much because I, I love licking ass. I love removing. Really? Yeah, I mean, do what? you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to. I've not really done it, but I've done it once. I topped my first time having sex I topped. Really? I was the giver. Yeah, he pretended that he was um he re- he pretended that he was going to like absolutely shag shout at me and have the best time and he and just he- lit... He he laid a f- there. no. He bought fish and chips, drunk as fuck, three o'clock in the morning, laid there with his dick up in the air, and I was like, okay, like, do I get on top? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah. first time. He was like, yeah, no, like, I'm, you know, like, I'm not gonna. He was like, you can be the top, and I was like, what? <laughs> and I, I, he paid for like the whole like apartment and everything. I was like, okay, I was okay. Like, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through this. Okay. And I topped, and I, and I ate his ass, and I hated it because it, I didn't. Was feel like it.
0: your first time on top.
1: First time and only time on top. Yeah. Okay. Was it not? No. Like I just hated it because it wasn't like someone I liked. Like, but oh. like now, it's, now it's my boyfriend. Like, yeah. I'm like, I think I've got a bit of a foot fetish, and I used really? to hate. Yeah, I've developed like, a foot fetish with my boyfriend because he has the right one for guy, me. because no, he has one for me, and I didn't really. I was like, oh, like my feet. Don't look at them. Like, so, like you know what, what I mean? turns like, him
0: on turns yeah, you like, on. Yeah, it's,
1: it's kind of, But that's what I mean. Like we've had those conversations. Like it's happened, and like mm. now, yeah. Weirdly, and I and you can ask anyone. I hate feet. I fucking hate feet. Always have hated feet. Even my own. Like, they just really gross me out. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of them. Always been that way. And then got with him. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm not looking at anyone else's toes here. <laughs> 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 she ain't a creep. But like, for my boyfriend, yeah. Like, I feel, I, maybe it's just loud. Maybe I love him. so. Maybe that's what it I is. I think but.
0: that might be part to play. Because I was in love with this guy. Yeah. It still grosses me out though. He but. asked me to lick his ass. And I was like, I would never, do, I would never do <laughs> that. But he got in the shower, come out, and then laid down. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And ever since, I've loved it. Really? So I feel like sometimes you have to try it out to know (laughs) if you love it or not.
1: Try it before you buy it, girl. So
0: have you got (laughs) any top tips for anyone out there that's like, I don't know, wanting to experience or kind of like play around with like their sexuality or like any tips on how to like explore their, like not kinks, but...
1: Don't be ashamed. It's like the only tip. Like, you need to get out of your head that, like, you should be ashamed. Like, even, mm-hmm. like no matter how far you want to go, as long as it's consensual and you're having fun, mm-hmm. bitch, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It really is as simple as that. Like, yeah. it's the same as, like, you go and buy a fucking new chocolate bar that comes out. You're going to try it before you know it. Exactly. And, like, you just have, have that mentality. I feel like there's so much shame when it comes to sex, especially mm-hmm. in this day and age. There is. There's so much shame. And, like,.
0: And I'm such a slag, so it's hard. Yeah, but. I know. So I'm like, everyone's judging me. I know.
1: I'm like, I have to make jokes about myself for it to be funny. I mean, no, then they exactly, laugh along. Yeah. Ha, a lot. <laughs> I'm But yeah, um, yeah just the, the shame element. Like, you have to, like, once you get over it yourself, it becomes mm-hmm. so much easier. Yeah. Is feeling
0: advice. feeling comfortable in your own skin.
1: Yeah, and like, yeah. it's it's fun. It's literally mm-hmm. fucking fun. Like, you're going to fucking die. And like, y- yeah. you don't want to be eight years old like in a fucking wheelchair and think, mm-hmm. oh my God, I wish I licked yeah. that ass when I wanted to How did that you get to ass. that
0: stage <laughs> of like feeling comfortable with yourself? Like, did you go through... So would you describe yourself as, like, gay or pansexual or, like, what? (laughs) Strictly dickly. Okay, strictly
1: dickly. Okay, perfect. So, (laughs) love dick. Dick and abs. Uh,
0: (laughs) So what was that like for you? Like, obviously, if you don't mind talking about it, like... But was there a, like a, a stage where you were like, right, I'm gonna have these conversations with people? Like, how did they go?
1: It was scary. It was very fucking scary. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I play off this, this bad bitch persona. Like, mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong, that's, she's definitely in me somewhere. I but, can like, tell you
0: got a soft heart, though.
1: Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Absolutely. Gay Absolute version. <laughs> absolutely. Make it a thing, guys, please. Um, <laughs> 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 my next saying? <laughs> no, but um, yeah, it was very fucking scary. I'm not gonna deny it. And like, even to this day, like, it's still very scary like i present very confident yeah but it's not the case and mm-hmm. when i came out it was i think weirdly should i say this i was in year four this mm-hmm. is how i knew i was gay i was in year four and i had this really gross maths teacher and like, i always thought he was gross i didn't like him he was really creepy no not, he wasn't maths french teacher he was mm-hmm. french and he taught us french And and uh, yeah anyway long story short i had this really weird dream out of nowhere that I had sex with him mm-hmm. in year four. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously, back then, I didn't even know what gay really was. Yeah. And like, yeah, when I had that dream, I was like, okay, wait, shit. Then you, you started like questioning. Then I started walking like with my mom buying boxes and stuff and looking at the brief section. like. I want what's underneath the boxes. Huh? <laughs> I was like, shit, what's going on? Uh-huh. So I kind of knew, kinda knew, and then I've always been really feminine anyway. Like mm-hmm. literally, mummies and daddies, when I played that game, bitch, I you best know I was fighting to be the mummy. Yeah. I don't care who what girl was in the room. Love I was it. the mummy. <laughs> you can be my daughter, bitch. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I've always been feminine. And like I think that even that idea, like the fe- like because I was so feminine, it kind of made it like it put raised those markers anyway. So mm-hmm. I like I everyone always said you were gay, you were gay, you were gay, you were gay. My dad. Mm-hmm. My dad was quite homophobic growing up, I can't lie. And right. he was like, he used to call me gay, faggot, all these names. And like, he, I didn't know what they were. Was that didn't before know, you come out? Way before I came out, yeah. This one I was young. This one I was mm. playing mummies and mummies and daddy. Yeah. But yeah, and um, I kind of, I always knew what it was, but I, ca- like, I was a child. Like, mm. I didn't actually fucking care about so it. So it didn't like
0: sink in? Because yeah, like, I, I was a child.
1: It. Like, I literally yeah. didn't know what gay, like, I didn't have those sexual desires. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, so then I got to about, I can't remember how old I was, I think it was 13 or 14, and then, mm. yeah. I was being bullied for it and I thought, you know what? Wow. I'm taking so much stick for this. Like literally, I had no friends in secondary school. Yeah. I thought I'm taking so much fucking stick for all of the, like, you know, for being gay. All these
0: comments.
1: And yes, I do watch gay porn, and I've not told you guys yet, but mm. <laughs> like it's my story to tell. And I thought, fuck it, like, I'm gonna just come out because I'm I'm, you yeah. know, I was already getting all the backlash. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it did get worse, but like, I'm so glad I got bullied. I'm so glad I went yeah. through that whole experience. I would not be the person I am today if I didn't. Fucking and rich. I would not take any second back you know back then I did mm-hmm. back then it was hard but like yeah and I can imagine even today like sites moving forward but I can st- like even for the young generations now as much as we're in this like you know woke world and you know mm-hmm. we call people out like it still exists and it's yeah. still very fucking scary
0: I mean I-, I can only hope that from now on like
1: it people keep
0: on showing up and turning Ooh. up and like speaking out and using their platforms to like because like no one should ever have to go through that mm-hmm. and i'm glad that you've said like i'm glad that it happened cuz like now it's kind of who i am i used to get bullied when i was younger because of like my weight People should chuck food at me and be like, you're anorexic. And it's like, whoa, hang on a second. Now I've got a complex because I'm so thin. Mm. I want to put weight on. But, mm. like, we can't fucking win. No, no. Like, we literally you, can't
1: win. There is, literally, you be you could be far left mm. and they want you to be right. You're mm. far right and everyone wants you to be left. Yeah. There is no fucking, there is no middle. Like, yeah, we are the middle. Definitely. And when we accept that, that's when the world will change. Exactly. We Literally, what who we are and where we are is the
0: Self-obs- middle. Self-abs... obs acceptance self acceptance sorry if my t-
1: dyslexia coming yeah. out <laughs> she was like yeah. she is actually dyslexic <laughs> so you
0: mentioned earlier that um obviously your dad made comments when you were younger and stuff obviously if you don't mind diving into it like mm. how is your relationship with him now like are you in communication or like is he exact where is he gone
1: i don't know where he is <laughs> oh, yeah right. i don't know. i don't speak to him and I, I think it's for the best like he tried he really tried to come back in my life he tried to make it work at one point when my, like my mum and dad broke up mm-hmm. But it was just so fucking fake. You know, mm-hmm. like and don't get me wrong, I'm not slandering him. He has his own issues. I'm I'm past the point of caring now. I'm at a point of acceptance where I realised that he was just mentally, like not in a good place, and mm-hmm. like he obviously had a lot of his own demons to deal with. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. Like I really wish him the best, yeah. but I don't know him. But
0: you're not gonna carry that weight on your shoulders. Also, yeah, like
1: I don't get me wrong, I would be a lie to there and say it doesn't affect me now and again. But at the same time, like, I'm a human mm-hmm. being, and like I will, and I think I have questions and stuff that will never be answered. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe one day, I don't know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's not for me, like he put me through that, it's not for me to clear up that mess for him. Mm-hmm. He can come back if he wants to, he could do that if he wanted to, mm-hmm. that's up to him. Yeah. And I feel like that's, I apply that to everyone in my life. Like mm-hmm. give, 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 and like, it, it can be a two way street. Mm-hmm. Like And like, Definitely. yeah, you can't, you can't, sometimes you actually just, the best thing you can do, even though it may seem like the hardest thing to do, is actually step back. Mm-hmm. I decided not to see him when he was trying. Mm-hmm. So he saw my brothers for a little while after, but I, I wanted nothing to do with him Mm -hmm. and my mum was like no you should like come on he's your dad whatever Mm -hmm. and I was like no
0: and how is your mum with with, with all of this like
1: oh she's my rock she's my icon she's my legend yeah she is the most stubborn most opinionated (laughs) most amazing mum in the world is the best way I can put it like she honestly she's the toughest Mm -hmm. like I would not be nowhere near like who I am without her, honestly. Good. She's just yeah, she's a she's a rock. She's got her own shit. She's got five fucking kids. Wow. Five boys. She's always worked. She's done all the working and you know all the all the other she shit. She is a queen. I know. I she know. is a queen. And she's forty one. Wow.
0: 41. That's a young mum.
1: Yeah, fifteen was when she had my brother. Wow. Nineteen, twenty with me, twenty-four, twenty-nine.
0: Oh, so you've grown up with like a lot of people.
1: It's bugs. nice because I've grown up with a sister in a way. Like my mum is like my sister because she's still so young. She's like still current. Mm-hmm. She's with the times. Like yeah. there isn't like that massive gap. So it's really nice. She is my, like she's mm-hmm. the, my best friend, my mum, my, yeah. the person that will tell me when I and need to hear And she'll humble you quick. <laughs>
0: she'll be the one to humble you. Oh, babes. <laughs> how would she describe you? Like you and your friends and stuff. Like how would they describe you as a person?
1: Uh, Probably just, yeah. I, I get it a lot and I don't want to burst my own bubble, but like unique. Yes. Unique. I, 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 I agree to be fair. Like, I don't want to sound big headed when I say it, but I know that I am. Like, you
0: don't sound big headed. I
1: just don't, I don't I promise care. I you. I just don't care. And, I, and I, I, that reads, I know that reads. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. And I like, I like
0: that. It's all about vibes. It is.
1: Like what about you? you? Someone... What do people say about you?
0: What do people say about me?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, very, people always call me dumb.
1: You're not dumb And though. I'm like,
0: I think I'm quite smart. I just come across a bit thick. I think thick and dumb are like two completely different words. I think it's
1: Essex and us. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Here, Essex and they're like, yeah. right. <laughs> and off. then they say,
0: whereabouts in Essex are you from? I'm like, Clacton on C. The they're like, <laughs> you are not an Essex girl. And I'm nah. like, I am.
1: You're I not I dumb, promise. though. You're no, not dumb. Absolutely not dumb.
0: I mean, I try not to be. No,
1: you're not. Um,
0: I do have to Google quite a lot of shit, though. To be honest. Yeah,
1: yeah, but like, oh. then we all yeah. We're all so lazy. It's because the generation we're in. Literally, like, <laughs> I would know the answer to the question. I'd be like, one plus one. Let, let me check quickly. Um, <laughs> like, let uh, me Google. What verify. is it? Two plus two is <laughs> four. Minus one. That's <laughs> quick, quick maths. Quick maths.
0: <laughs> How did you meet your boyfriend?
1: Yes. So romantic.
0: Out. On a night out. <laughs> out on a night out?
1: Yeah. yeah. He walked in with a boyfriend and left with me. No, it's not that shady. Basically, he had he was with a guy that cheated on him once before, the week before, in mm-hmm. heaven with this guy. Right. And then he like really wanted to like a serious relationship. He wanted to settle down. He stayed with him anyway, stuck mm-hmm. it out. They were together for another week, obviously. They went out to heaven again. And he cheated again with the same guy <gasps> in heaven again. And I remember, do you know what's so funny? I watched him walk in and he didn't know who I was. And I knew this ex, I would say your name, but you don't deserve the clout. I fucking hate him. He is, he is toxic as fuck, but okay. anyway, I won't go into that. But yeah, I used to be friends with him and like he was all right, but like, yeah, it went sour. Anyway, I watched him, James walk in, my boyfriend and he was with this guy. And I remember just being like, like you know that moment? I like, I'd never, I'd never get that, like, especially not men, they're gross. Mm-hmm. But like, literally I was like, I watched him walk in. I was like, Whoa, who is that?
0: Secretly undressing him.
1: And my best friend, Jack, Jack Pickering, shout out to him. Woo! He, um, he was like, oh yeah, I know him. He was like, I know him. And then anyway, so he, he was like, you know, he's taken. You know, I had all the talk and I was like, I don't care,
0: please. Please. Just set me up.
1: And then, no, but anyway, at the end, James walked out on his own. I was like, oh, how's you your boyfriend? And then he was like, yeah, we broke up. And then he spilled about obviously him cheating Catch him cheat. and catching him cheating. You were
0: the shoulder to cry on. He had
1: me, no, he had me up against, oh, not crying, kissing. He had me up against five guys, we snogged. And then I was going to go back to his and I was like, you know what? No, I'm a classy girl. I've changed <coughs> my mind. I didn't, I didn't go back to his. I love that I, you. know, I know, I know. I, because I know most people expect me to Teach be me self-restraint. I was, it's hot. My cat was inside like meowing like, (laughs) get out. But I I said no, and I stuck to it. And I was like, no. And I said, we're going to go on a date first. If Mm -hmm. if you, like, if I'm going to shag you. Love that for you. And we did. We were on a date and we still didn't shag. Three days after the date, I stayed at his house. So he waited? I mean, he had to wait. I I made him wait. Love that. He was trying to do bits. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we'll wait, we'll wait. And I'm like, why is your dick... Pain gets my ass right now. Yes. <laughs> it's not going Hard in. Down. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, I made him wait three days. It was so long.
0: No, but three days is enough to kind of. I was at his
1: house for three days. Like literally, from that point on, it was it was like. That. Yeah, but
0: that's what I'm saying. Like when you spend a, a, a like an amount mm. of time with someone and you're speaking, you're in conversation. Mm. It's like, well, you've already got that connection. Mm. So like when
1: you... we were really connecting, that's what I liked. So like, I feel mm. like I would have made him wait. I really would have made him wait longer. Mm if I didn't feel like it was like we were on the same page. Mm -hmm. And we really are. Even to this day, it's like he he annoys me so much sometimes. And like, we are so similar as people. But like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's, my brain and his brain are like one. It's weird, Mm. it's so weird. But I felt like that from the start. And that's why I knew. I was like, fuck it. Yeah, you know, I always shag on the third day. It's fine. Yeah,
0: but do you know what? <laughs> I think, like, for me, it's so different. And there's such a fucking stigma. And, like, this is what I love doing on this podcast. As well. I love breaking stigmas. Because, for me, there's such a taboo about girls getting with guys or, like, guys getting with guys and, mm-hmm. like, vice versa. And why can't I fuck on a first date? Like, if I like them, my friend Nicole always says to me, do you like
1: him? And Mm -hmm. I'm like,
0: yeah. She's like, okay, wait. Then fuck it. Just wait. But (laughs) but if you don't like it, then just fuck him.
1: I think everyone's different. I don't think like, you're right, there is a stigma. Like I think for me personally, I I am the way that I am just because Mm. I know the persona I give off. So Mm. I know that people like, especially boys, even like now that they're in a relationship, like they think I'm easy. And I like making men believe that I'm easy and then being like- And
0: then taking it away from them.
1: About to kiss, oh no. Yeah oh. like it's like that's what, like I can do that and yeah. I I feel like it, it comes with what I do mm-hmm. but like I I mean what I say when I say online I like I do it like I say I mean what I say like yeah. if you want to be a fucking slag and you want to go out and you want to shag all the guys in the world and do whatever the fuck you want to do like do it like yeah. I mean I I'm not just saying it for nothing no, like, I I, know. I mean it I mean I just, yeah, I mean, th- I used to be like quite like that before I went viral for that. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I'd get with anybody. I'd yeah. kiss, but never shag. Like yeah. It was a big thing for Do me. Do you know
0: what? One thing that um, I was going to say at the beginning is well, I want to intro you because there was one point where like when Talk to Handle first come out, I was getting so much attention. Mm. And I'm getting vulnerable now, guys, please. The violins better come Bring out.
1: Bring out the tissues. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I just lost myself a little bit. Like I was drinking a lot and partying a lot and like.
1: It comes with that, substances I can imagine.
0: and stuff like that. And I kind of just lost myself. And I thought, fuck, um, I'm having a lot of one night stands here. And then I started to kind of degrade myself in my head. I was like, uh, "Like, I'm I'm turning into a slag. And like, I've lost myself and people are judging me. And I felt socially anxious. Every time mm. I'd walk out into a pub, I'd think people are looking at me because mm. I've slept with their mate the week before. Mm. And n- no word of a lie, like, like I loved you on TikTok and I still do. And every time I used to scroll, we used to be on my for you page. And you used to just pop up and used to go, if you want to be a
1: shlig, <laughs> you be a shleg.
0: <laughs> and you would like honestly, it would touch me in a way where I'd just be like, Do you know what I can be whoever the fuck I want. I can I can do whatever the fuck I want. Without if you people need to go through me. that,
1: if you need to go through that as like your experience, like mm. that's your experience. Like no one can take that away from you. I feel like everyone has this idea, this black and white book of mm. life. And it's like, like no, like it's so like everybody's book is so different. Like mm-hmm. everyone, you are you. And if if that's part of your process, like if you need to go through that to realize that that you did feel degraded and you did feel like actually this is not what I wanted to do, or maybe I want to change it a little bit. Like mm-hmm. that's part of your process. And like that's fine. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't be ashamed of that. You shouldn't. And even if you do see their mates, yeah, bitch, I've seen your mate. I slept with your mate. I'm what? Keep looking because you can't touch this. You know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, but like it's. It, like it's really like you paint the story in your head like you pers- you see it how you see it and you paint your own path is what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say and like yeah. if you need to go through that then fucking do it and who gives a
0: fuck 100% and I feel like I'm such every... a preacher aren't I, and no, and I love it I'm such a preacher because I'm so engrossed into it I'm like yeah because everything you're saying makes sense and I feel like there's so many of my friends as well that are like oh I haven't had sex in like so long because like I don't know, they've got their own reasons behind it. Like, a couple of my friends were celibate. They'd not had sex in, like, a year or so. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Hmm. I love sex,
1: so <laughs> I'm going to go out and chug everyone. <laughs> then fucking um, do it.
0: Anyway, moving on. Even though I love talking about sex. <laughs> um, you spoke about on another podcast that you, like, quit certain substances and stuff. I'm sober. Like, why did you decide to quit? Was there, like, a certain... Situation that happened, or like uh, a certain tweak in your mind where you thought, fuck, like I'm opening my eyes now, like this isn't good. This, like, what areas of your life was being in that situation? Like, I was, yo- I was
1: just young. So, my, my, I didn't really say, I didn't specify, but my, problem was with MDMA, mm-hmm. like pills. And it was, I was going to squat raves and it was part of the culture. Like it, it's, it's part of the UK culture, Like it really is. And I, obviously not everybody does it, not all teenagers mm-hmm. do it. But like, 98%. it's so taboo. And like, no one wants to talk about it. But at the end of the day, like, regardless if you want to accept or not, your kids are out there around drugs. And even if they don't do it, they will be around people that are doing it. And mm-hmm. like, I just, for me, like, I got so lost in it because I come from a family where my dad was a drug addict, and like, you know my mum was so strict on like, mm-hmm. don't be like him. You know Same. she drilled it into me, and I, like, and I was for so many years I'd be like, oh my god, I'd never touch drug in my life. Like mm-hmm. I was like so like prestigious and stuff. I didn't barely drunk, like I've drunk properly when I was about 16 years mm-hmm. old. started actually drinking. I'm saying that was like it's young, but like that's a UK thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course. But um, yeah, and then I just I really got lost in it, and I had a year of heavy like it was at one point it was just like w- every week, every week doing pills, mm-hmm. pills, pills, pills. pills. And it just got to a point where, like, I just realised that the reality that I was emerging myself into—I become so immersed into this, like, ama- thing that I thought was amazing—that mm. I realised that when I left that, the world that you know, when I left that high and that, the come down and all of that, and dealt with it, and I come back to the world that I was actually living in—my family, my relationships around yeah. me—I didn't know that they didn't know me. Like, mm. That I started to like, I lost myself because I was, you know, that's—it f- became such a big part of who I was and, like, mm. you know, what made me happy—and then. My family and the people that actually, you know, were around mm. me and cared about me, were just so like white noise. Yeah. Like, they were like white noise yeah. all the time. I was hiding from them. I didn't want yeah, them. I happened. didn't want them to see me. I was on to come down. I didn't want to go home because mm. I knew
0: you'd be scared to answer your phone. Yeah, the anxiety. Yeah, I don't want them to know. Yeah, all
1: of that. Like I'd go missing for days. I put them through some fucking shit. And like mm. I apologize. It's like still to this day. And like I, I will never forgive myself for what I put them through. And I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, oh okay. I've never done drugs again in my life. Yeah. Like if I'm being really honest with you, drugs are real. They're around us. But I feel like it's just about like, mm-hmm. I realize it's just about self-control and like it's about understanding what's right for you and what's not. Like mm-hmm. um, MDMA is something I, I, I can't do. Like I, I just, mm-hmm. it, it was always, and even like a little short while after I touched it again a little bit and boom, it'd be something else. Yeah. But it's real and it's real and I feel like it is really important that people should speak about it. And I feel like people are so, even like, I could sit here and be like, oh no, never done drugs since and I've changed, but like at the end of the day, no, it's real. It's
0: real and it's relatable as well because there's so many people out there that have been in that same cycle and I feel like that's why I've been so open to express about it on my mm. social media that I'm sober and like, I go to CA meetings mm. and I go to AA, which is Alcoholics Anonymous and mm. like... I speak to people that are like minded, like because I'm an addict. I'm a mm. full blown fucking addict. I can't drink safely. I can't take drugs safely because I will go down a spiraling mm-hmm. ro- road of thinking about wanting to kill myself. Mm-hmm. And like, those are the harsh realities of it because there's so many of my friends. Like, my brother died of a drug overdose when he was in his I 20s. Didn't know that. Oh my God. And he was so young and he just literally had a baby and I thought, fuck, like, and even that wasn't enough to stop me. Even though I told myself it's not, there's time so many, and time it's again. It's excuse
1: after excuse and that's what it exactly. is. Exactly. And it, there's always another one. Like mm. this excuse gets bigger and bigger and bigger and sometimes the excuse that you once made, like, you're-, you're The
0: boundaries ha- shift. Yeah, and it shifts and, like, and it ah, shifts. Maybe it'll be different that time.
1: But it's just remembering, like, you, you, while you're, like, again, I'm a hypocrite, like even drinking like, right, right now, like I've not got a problem with drink, but like I drink a lot and I know I'm, I'm aware of it. And I don't need it like it's not a, an addiction. But even now, I'm coming to a point, and maybe it's because I, I hate to say it. I'm twenty one, getting old. Not to sound cringe, but like the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing like you can mm-hmm. create that feeling, that euphoria that you feel with those drugs and those drinking, which feels so amazing in the moment. You can create that with, with, with people nothing. around you. Yeah. Like, you choose the people you're around. You choose the energy you're around. If you're gonna sit, mm-hmm. and, if you're gonna sit around people who drink all day and do drugs of course that's what you're going you're to do. You're
0: gonna be in that cycle.
1: Yeah, and I, I just feel like there's so many ways that you could f- get that feeling and so many other, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much amazing things in life that we, that we ignore. Definitely. And and all we wanna do is get fucked up and get lost in it. And that, Yeah. But it, and we, I, that's not to say that I don't, I'm never gonna get absolutely past gonna get mm-hmm. fucked up, but it's, you know, it will happen. One day at a
0: time. One but day yeah, at a time, literally. That's all I say. Every morning I wake up
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I do a gratitude list. Ring my sponsor. But check good in on for you day, good and, on uh, you for doing
1: it.
0: Yeah, but I just feel like there's so many people that I know in the industry that are lost in that world of the drugs and the alcohol, and I'm like, come with me. Like it's okay. Like mm-hmm. there is a solution to not ever being in that dark hole again. It's just that having that self awareness, and that's what you've got. You've got that self awareness of. I can't do that mm-hmm. because I know that that's not right for mm-hmm. me. I think so many people are gonna respect you for that and opening up for that because, like, who knows? You using your social media platform or going on podcasts like this and speaking op- openly about it, there might be at least one person listening to this that's going through the same. Mm-hmm. That might think. Like, I know okay.
1: there is. Are we like. I know there is. I know there's mm-hmm. so many people out there that have gone through. Mm-hmm. S- like, everybody is relatable in some way, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to fucking drinks, mm-hmm. and, drinking and drugs. Definitely. Like, but it is real and I feel like it's like this whole to be thing like really fucking no one bugs, really me. Speaks it bugs about me. It bugs me. No it, one
0: really speaks about uh, it.
1: Everyone talks about it once they've, they've I'm sober now and I've changed, mm. like I'm off it. Like that's the story, that's mm. the narrative that you'll constantly hear. Yeah. Uh, but those people, that most of the people, and that's not that's not to shame those people yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and I get it, I really mm. get it. But like, you also need to realize that like, when you have a platform and you and you're saying these things, they have weight and like, mm. if you're in this like public eye thing and you're like, you know, picture that you know painting this picture (laughs) and then behind the scenes you're doing exactly what you're saying you're not then who the what what the fuck are you doing and why it's false
0: false experience it's false this false that but that's why i'm glad that you're being so real with like yeah do you know what i do still drink and like i'm never gonna say never but at the minute it's like you're trying to implement that healthy boundary for yourself
1: yeah and it's just like acknowledging it i think Mm -hmm. acknowledging it like you said do you
0: avoid like certain situations like hanging around with certain people or going to like certain places, certain raves?
1: Yeah, no, I do. Like my friendships have changed widely. Like I've got like my close friends, they know who they are, but oh my God. Like when I moved, I don't know if you know, but I lived in London, I lived in Walthamstow. Really? East London until I was about 18. And like at 18 was at the peak of like when I was like literally like lost. Like I was so lost, my family and my relationship was shit. And my mum was like, "Fuck it, we're packing up, we're moving away out of London because like London's always getting more and more rough." And she was like, "Felt really unsafe about my brothers and shit." Like, but also I did think there was a part of it that was about like picking me up too and like mm-hmm. just moving on, new chapter. And it was the best thing I fucking did because I lost by going moving away and not being around those people that take drugs all the time. Those people that you think love you and they get you, like we're getting high together, like we're you saying get I me. I love you
0: every ten seconds. Yeah, I'm oh going to in the toilet. So much more. to
1: water. Like, yeah. <gasps> but like those people that you think are so real in that moment, the moment you take yourself out of that, and like, and I was forced. Thank God I was because mm. I that was my house, and I, I was forced away. Um, yeah, you the, the, they filtered out. Where are they now? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are they
0: drinking tea with you? Yeah, are they going out for dinners?
1: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like these people literally just disappeared, and it's because you are no longer Mm. making the same excuses that they're making that bond you together. You're Mm -hmm. you're bonding over addictions. I feel like I used to,
0: to be honest with you, I used to only hang around with people that used to my capacity. Just so I didn't feel like I was the wrong one. I'd Mm. be like, "Mm, do you know what? I'm going to hang around with you yeah. because you party like me and that makes me feel less <laughs> like an addict. I'm a good girl compared Do you know what to I mean? you. you I am a good girl compared <laughs> to you. Um, but yeah, I, I really appreciate you opening up about that. Um, thank you. No, of course. Do you have any um, advice for anyone listening? Um, like, obviously, you can only talk on your own experience, but like, we've kind of stepping out of that scene or like trying to avoid certain situations in that like drug world. Um, I know my advice would be, to just speak openly about how you're feeling and to tell your friends and your family and your close ones if you feel like you maybe do have a problem or um, yeah, just reach out because a problem shared is a problem halved. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easy to sit in your own head and to be like ashamed or embarrassed or like to feel like you're the only one out there that's suffering with this, but it's, it's, it's not. There's so many people that are in that same situation. And obviously like people kill themselves fucking mm-hmm. all the time because they're in that deep hole of, I can't express this because I don't want people to think I'm trash but actually so many of us are in this Um, is there any advice that you would give at the moment with anything that you're going through or
1: i just say like
0: anything that changed it's
1: the same I feel like the same advice is the same thing I always say but in different ways and it applies to everything it's just like your issues your personal issues to you are like you say like it's I'm one human being with 50 million feelings in one day and it's so overwhelming and it you can become so trapped within yourself and be so scared to express yourself and you're right when you speak to somebody else. I, I completely agree with that. My advice would be, you, you remember when you, it's half. Mm-hmm. And like when, you, sometimes when you open up about, like even this chat, I didn't really expect to go as deep as I've gone. Like, I know I same, really but didn't. I feel
0: like I'm just like yeah, very. Yeah,
1: I, I really didn't expect it. But like when you're, when you are around people, like, you know, you surround yourself with people that, you know, you get that feeling, and you and you mm-hmm. can do that with like indulging that. That mm. that is a much better feeling than any other fucking high that's going to come to an end, and you have that come down, and then all the guilt and shame. Yeah,
0: definitely. Like
1: th- this, like you know, surround
0: yourself with good people.
1: Also, when you talk to uh, like when I talk to people that uh, you know, uh, you know, try had done drugs or are coming out of it, or you know, in that shifting mm. phase, and I speak to people like it's so inspiring. Yeah. It like it's so inspiring. Like even just hearing what you were talking mm. about and like your your journey, like it's inspiring, and it, it's a reminder that. You know, life does go on outside of it. Life mm-hmm. is still here. Life still goes on. Definitely. And, and like, you've like you have nothing to be ashamed of. As yeah. another thing, I'd say.
0: Definitely. I mean, you've experienced so much in life, and obviously, you're you're a singer your like your TikToks are just comedy central. I fucking love them. <laughs> since leaving uni, because obviously you were in uni. I dropped um out. I know you dropped out, <laughs> but I mean since dropping out of uni, what has been like the biggest transformative experience that you've had in your life? And then after this, we're gonna go into the advice segment.
1: Okay, sick. Um the biggest transformation um I'd say it's me, like like finding myself. I think the biggest thing like the, the best thing that's come from leaving uni is finding myself finding my managers, finding like the, the, mm-hmm. the energy, like, prof- the, you You're know.
0: grounding.
1: Yeah, finding the people that believe in me and like, I believe in them and like, you know, when you become sure of yourself, and I'm not completely, you never ever will be. It's no. a growing process always. But when you do get to that point of like, shit, I actually feel like I'm a bit more in control. Mm-hmm. Like my, everything around me has just flourished. And like, yeah. I, I filtered it out the good, the bad. And like, it's like I said, it's still a journey, but I feel like I'm, I know myself the most I've ever known myself. Good, I'm and so glad. And there's bad. still a long way to go. I'm
0: so fucking glad. I'd take growth over perfection any uh, fucking day uh, of the growth week.
1: Growth is like interesting, it's relatable, it's a story, it's what, people, it's mm-hmm. what everyone's going through.
0: Definitely, and we like growth dicks. <laughs>
1: yeah, Ugh. and growth.
0: So basically, we always get, adv- we get like dilemmas and stuff from like DMs.
1: yeah, literally.
0: On people want our advice, Charlie, <laughs> okay? Honestly, I always don't, get nervous. don't
1: follow it religiously, <laughs> please. Yeah, we are not
0: guidance counsellors, we are not relationship counsellors, but I
1: have no certificates. <laughs> but we are
0: Queen, gifted with experience. <laughs> so obviously, we love hearing your dilemmas and your toxic situations. So if you want to send in any of those to get our advice on, um, send it into the Instagram, which is banging with Chloe V Pod. It's up and running, and um, we look at all of all of the requests. So just send them in. Okay, so we've got one scenario. So, I've been with my girlfriend for three years and we live together. I love her so much. (laughs) But she's a big slob. (laughs) She suffers a lot with her mental health. Okay. And it makes her messy and forgetful. Oh my God, it actually sounds like me. Has my ex fucking DM'd? <laughs> this is actually a joke. Um, our sex life has suffered because it's hard to get turned on by someone I take care of. Ooh. What should I do? Wow. So they've been together quite That's a while. That's
1: That was really deep. That is
0: really deep. I mean, I you... love the
1: honesty. Whoever you yeah. are, that, I love the honesty. Thank
0: you for sending that in. I think with me, sometimes I go through spouts because I've got ADHD and I'm very like all over the place. Sometimes Mm. I've got like a thousand tabs open and obviously because I'm trying with my sobriety as well. It's like sometimes I've got ups and downs and dips and highs with that. Um, Some days I've got the obsession to drink. Some days I haven't got the obsession. So I feel like I'm going to put that in the same category as this because... I can get messy, I can get a bit slobby, and I can get a bit needy in terms of like, I need you to look after me for a couple of months because I'm not feeling myself. I'm feeling really down, really shit about myself. And sometimes it passes, it passes like quicker than others. So I feel like if you've been with her three years and she goes through like spouts of ups and downs, just ride them through with her. Support her, like, yeah, support, yeah, support her. her, communicate. But obviously, if it feels like a burden for you and your relationship, then I don't know, maybe that's just not the person for you. I think you've got to be a strong person to be able to be with someone, like, because I've got mental health, to be with someone with mental health. It's not easy. Because it's not easy.
1: Because half the time people with mental health, like, you know, struggle with themselves and they don't know who they are themselves. Or like, they. Mm. it's like, a, like a, imagine, like, the battle that you go through, like, have mental mm. health yourself. Then for someone else like trying to take care of you, I think the thing the, the point of um like carer I think that's the biggest thing I said like the, the moment you start feeling like you're a carer for someone it mm. like I think yeah what you're saying is definitely right I think ride the waves out and like definitely mm-hmm. support but you also need to remember that your feelings and how you feel and like what you want from life is valid and regardless of how long you've been with someone it mm-hmm. doesn't y- Don't it doesn't put mean a time shit. stamp on it. yeah and and also you never know like. You know, communicating like you could, you could have actually just be really open about it, and you could, you'd probably be surprised that this shit that could happen. I mean, mm. relationships take work; like they're not easy. Like, mm. and I feel like we live in a generation where it's no
0: relationship is easy. Yeah,
1: but I feel like we live in a generation where it's like, okay, <laughs> I, I'm like bored of this, like trash. Let's get moving on. Tinder, bad bitch, energy wheel. Tinder, like,
0: grinder, all
1: of those. It's work. Raya. It takes work, and mm. I feel like if you, if it's if that person is worth the work, and and how they make you feel, and that that connection you have is worth it, then by all means. Mm do what you have to do but at the same time you can only keep giving before it's too much
0: yeah i feel like for me i've got a battery inside me Mm. and when i'm with someone i have to charge up my battery Mm. and then give away some of my battery. So, like you know when you're in a social environment and it's like sometimes i'm like my social social battery's drained it's like dead
1: (laughs) i want to go home i want netflix and food yeah
0: (laughs) i'm kind of getting this vibe with this guy who's with The girlfriend, like, I mean, I don't want to assume because it says I've been with my girlfriend. So it might be a a, a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like just communication, like what Charlie said. Um, If the sex life has suffered on your half because you feel like you don't have sex with someone you're caring for, maybe kind of question whether she's the one for you Mm -hmm. and just be honest about it. Like no one wants someone to drag out a relationship if it's not what you actually want. Mm-hmm. So kind of question yourself, do I want this? Do I not? And, and it's then also be not honest. fair on
1: her too, if you're not feeling it and she's not aware yeah. of it. So like communication and you will get to the end.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. You're, go with your gut. Go with your gut and be honest. Honesty is the best policy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> period. Woo. Don't know what
0: so it is. I tailor a game to our guest. So I've got some sexy songs in this bowl mm-hmm. and we're gonna make humming sounds. Okay. <laughs> but to the song. Yeah. So say if it's like Beyonce drunk in love, it's like, mm
1: mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah? Yeah, but no correlation, just just you've whatever just comes hum- to mind. You've
0: got a hum, that, so we're gonna pick out a song in the bowl, mm-hmm. I'm scared. and you, you've got to hum the song and I've got to guess what, what it is. Oh, I
1: see, oh, so you're guessing the song. Yeah? Okay, 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 good. So
0: you've got to guess the song. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. You can't read it out.
1: No, I should know it, and that's so bad, but I don't know it.
0: Okay, that's fine. Picking up one.
1: I should know that. Watch me not know any of them. <laughs> you will. I know you will. I listen to rock music, guys. No, I know that. Fucking hell, he's a really good <sighs> mm-mm. Uh.
0: <laughs> ah, 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 Drunk In Love.
1: Yeah, it was the one. Oh, my God, it was the one I
0: literally just said. Drunk, wow, Charlie, you can hum. Yeah, she's a hummer. Fuck. <laughs> you went to Brit school, didn't you? I did, yeah. Fuck. I mean, it shows in your humming, babe. Thank you. Not just a Shall good singer. Yeah, um, just chuck it anywhere. I love this song. Mm-mm, 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 mm 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 You know, no, no, I've been thinking about you. What is
1: it called? Do you
0: you know the artist? Um, No. I mean, he knows the song. You know the song. Thinking about you, Frank Ocean. (laughs) Of course it was Frank Ocean. I know. Wow, that that goes really high, doesn't it? I was like. (laughs) Yeah. you good no, Like, I was straining for a shit.
1: That's it. No, guys, I do know Frank Ocean is. Please don't slander him.
0: Right. Your <laughs> turn. I'm really liking this game. I love this game. It's like the best game we've
1: had. Oh my God, fuck off. It's the same one I keep picking up. No, I keep knocking the off. No. Oh, I'm thinking Spice Girls. I don't, wait, wait. Bit more. Mm. I'm not having any more weight. No, don't ever smell me. baby, you got it, you You got got it, you got got it, you got it. Um,
0: Sugar babes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> you make me feel better about the Francocian one Wait, now. No, don't
0: know, Because, no. maybe you got uh, Madonna.
1: No. I'm <laughs> going Beyonce. it. <laughs> Beyonce. Ah, did I
0: get it right? Crazy in love, Crazy babe. in love. <laughs> Yay. Now I feel silly.
1: Sugar, babe. Sugar, I, no, I said that Sugar with my babe. chest <laughs> as well. Sugar, babe. I need to stop knocking this, bitch. The whole feeling is just going to be like... Poof, poof, poof. Oh, she are, you,
0: said... are you ready? Because I'm like, I'm preparing myself. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh my <gasps> right. Oh, I look into the camera when I do this.
1: <laughs> I'm going to
0: serenade you all. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. 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 Oh, this is Mm-hmm. Killing me softly. Yes. Period. But <laughs> carry on, carry on and do a dance. Mm-hmm. I thought we should dance mm-hmm. <laughs> Pussy. mm him Giving them
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry for the people that have had to listen to that. I mean, it's much better on visuals. I got a boner. I, mean,
1: oh, I, got <laughs> I, don't, it! I don't have them. I'm sorry. No, I do. I do. You if got you... me. What a exa- oh, fucking happy <laughs> climax.
0: I mean, that would have been my go to. I I gave Charlie Lee a boner. <laughs> that would be my in my hall I of don't fame. I actually
1: have a dick today. Today it's a pussy. <laughs>
0: sorry. You, oh, I shaved my pussy yesterday. I know you said. You are a sick hummer. Thank you. You are super sexy. Thank you. And, and you-, you are a bad bitch.
1: Us, we hide the missing <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Thank you thank you, thank you so much for
0: coming on no, and thank um thank you everyone for listening. I love all of you my little supporters. Run it up on TikTok. Run it up. And yeah, run it up run it up run it up. Mm, mm. Um and yeah, you can watch it all on your podcast platforms and also on our banging YouTube and that's a bye for me and Charlie. Bangin' with Chloe Beach is part of the Eve Podcast Network and a Forever Dog production. Executive Producer Tracy Soren. Development Executive Mariah Nicholas. Senior Producer Palama Kaufman. Producer Ewan Newbigging Lister. Post Producer and theme song Brian Hevron Smith. Cover photo by Greg Bailey. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm.